Welcome to the Heavy Shit Podcast. We are Jess and Mike here to talk out our thoughts and feelings on the heavy things in life. We're in our 20s, engaged, soon to be married, kind of broke, and slightly sad. Instead of letting the heavy things in life weigh us down, we want to talk about them and the things that we do to make it a little bit better. I'm Mike, and I like heavy music, TV, and movies. And I'm Jess, and I like heavy books and other weird things. What tea are you drinking today? Uh, I've got Tazo Green Ginger, which has a hint of pear. And Mm, I have, because there are, in our little show notes, (laughs) it says, Tazo Wild Orange Dash Mike. (laughs) Apparently, I'm in the tea. Yeah, you are the tea. I'm I'm the tea. Ew. This is really lit, sis. That's the tea. (sighs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) On this episode of Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. What's up, heavy shitters? We're back after... uh, what has it been like two or three weeks something like that yeah so you know it's been busy it's been yeah life sometimes life just kicks you in the balls and you have to take a little rest yeah for those of us who have those hey man I, you know it doesn't matter we all get kicked in our figurative balls sometimes <laughs> it's a state of mind yeah not a thing that you have <laughs> getting hit in your nuts is just a way to feel it's not necessarily what you have right <laughs> But in spite of That's getting a good start, <laughs> yeah, in spite of getting hit in the balls, um, we think that it's probably a good time to talk about some happy things. Yeah, some good things. Yeah, yeah, and uh, in the midst of all the heavy shit that's happening in our lives right now, us and everyone that we know, we mm-hmm. are we wanted to focus on what inspires us and what also kind of helps us. Uh, yeah. get or what gets out of what we can do to get things out of the way to help us stay inspired to just do things that we enjoy like like right. making this things that basically just keep us going yeah so we're gonna talk about a few different uh people that inspire us maybe a couple of small things that we've mm-hmm. been thinking about lately that really help and also things that we do to organize and simplify and streamline our lives a little bit nothing crazy just things that we've found over the past few years of being together and that we're i think we're getting a lot better at um Mm. at doing especially as of late because you know most of our as we would call them work days right they consist of get up go to work come home and just take a load off and you're not going to feel like doing anything and it's basically just a couple hours of rest before you have to go to bed and do it again right so uh to start off we'll talk about a few people that inspire us and some of them are pretty obvious right like i'll I'll start so good um my parents are like the best parents ever to me duh shout out mom and dad no that's like the best backhanded compliment ever you're the best parents i've ever had (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay well that that's true (laughs) but no for real though um especially as jess and i have been together longer we've traded more stories about like growing up yeah and realizing we've been in this ongoing contest to see who was more broke (laughs) and uh come to find out it was actually pretty similar yeah it was pretty similar yeah it's just apparently my parents i I don't want to say they shielded us from it more but they didn't really make a point of not even they made a point of it. I think they just didn't really talk about stuff like that because yeah. they didn't want us to worry. And we didn't get... We were shielded as kids, but not as much as teenagers and young adults. Yeah. No, and 
the other thing, it's obviously a bit different because there was the three of you. So, yeah, you know, I mean, even though the age difference between the youngest and oldest technically but with both of us is the same. Right. But I don't know. The things were just a bit different. But just seeing how my parents are doing now and the things that they were able to do for us then and how mm. they've been in a lot of ways, I can see like the fruits of their labor like the fact that we're sitting here talking about this and like more specifically like my parents are and I I'm going to I'm going to sound like I'm bragging on myself a little bit by saying this but my parents <laughs> are like the perfect two people to make a musician. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Because my dad is has been has worked on cars since he was 14 mm. and he's in his early 50s now. And which is weird to say out loud. I was about to say I did not know our parents are that old. I had thought about that. He's not that old. Okay, take it easy. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but he's been working his his butt off since he was that age, and has done all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, and I'm gonna inaccurately represent certain things of their lives, of course, because I don't know all the details. Right. But you know. Basically, he has a very practical mind about most everything. And he also, as uh, we were growing up and, and basically every church that we were ever in, which we were in a lot mm -hmm. of them, he pretty much always did sound. So, like, I got to know, even if I really wasn't paying that close of attention, I kind of got used to not really being person who goes mm -hmm. to a church service or to a show to just be there. Like, I you just go got so something. used to being someone that would do something there. Yeah. So, like, going to shows is really hard for me because I'm just, like, what looking at everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's really annoying for Jess because she's like, I just want to listen to these people play. Shut the hell up. Unless I can't see because there's too many flashing lights. Yeah, well, that was the last show we went to. That's another that was, story for another time. Yeah, I know. Back when shows were a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's this kind of interesting mix of like dad definitely grew up in a, a musical family and they did what they called the gospel singings, mm -hmm. which I'm, I never had the pleasure of experiencing myself, at least that I can remember. It right. probably did happen when I was pretty young. Of course. And then there's your mom. Yeah. My mom, she, well, first of all, she's the sweetest woman in the entire world. Mm. Sorry. She was actually sending me pictures or she sent me some pictures earlier where uh, her and Uncle Ed were um, making some macarons, mm. chocolate on the bottom, caramel on top. Ugh. Yeah, I know. And I was drives like, three I just, hours. <laughs> I just want to drive three hours to eat eat my mom's desserts. Oh my gosh, sounds amazing. Yeah, and uh, she has done a ton of different visual arts things throughout our our lives growing up. Like there are these really cool portraits that she did of her and Dad. Mm when they were younger, when she was doing a black and white photography class, I think it was. the ones down in the basement? Yeah. yeah. My favorite pictures of my parents. They look super cool. They are pretty dope. Can, yeah. Can and there's that one, them. I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if you noticed, there's the one of the photos of dad on top of Duke Tower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not, I'm not a particularly avid photographer per se. I wouldn't call myself that, but I definitely think I picked up a yeah. few things from her on that. And about half of the art in our house is stuff that she made. Mm. There's even like random bowls in our in our cupboards <laughs> that she made in in a pottery class. 
One like of my you favorite put, like, things. Snacks in and stuff. In your house is the um, the hand sketched penguin above your TV. You know that's not sketched. That is screen printed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But still, that thing is really cool. Yeah. No, it's it's emperor penguins. I yeah. think it was. No, it was a different kind of penguin. Right. The one with the little fluffy things coming out yeah. of their ears. Correct me, mom. I know you know. Right. Someone but, listening to the podcast, let yes. us know. Anyone's mom. Tell me. <laughs> we just need a mom here. <laughs> All but, that to say that your mom is very talented. So incredibly talented. And uh, yeah, so, you know, you have, they're both creative in their own ways. They're both practical in their own ways. And they've kind of mm-hmm. like grown together as like, for example, one of the gifts that my mom got from my dad I don't remember if it was Mother's Day or her birthday or whatever. My mom loves doing yard work. Mm. And so dad consistently over the years, including in this particular instance, has bought her like a mower or something like that. (laughs) And it was super cool. I don't. And I remember when I used to have to mow the grass and usually did a pretty crappy job at it because the lawn at the new house, it's not new. My parents have lived there since like. For like 10 years now but uh it's not easy to mow and i could always mom was like yeah you know i would rather do it but i don't feel physically good enough to mm-hmm. do it anyway which is one of those inspiring things about your parents is that they just keep doing things yeah no and that's or like i was texting them the other day and they're like yeah no or uh, yeah no we'll get back to you later we're going on a date i was like oh okay <laughs> it's on thursday i think that's their normal normal date time night. to do that yeah yeah super cool and also the fact that they've you know and like everyone has they failed a little bit in their life and then yeah. come back from it oh yeah and that's the thing it, i'm sure it's so funny for them listening to us bellyache about this this stuff right which i mean they're not invalidating anything oh, we're saying not. by any means but it's just funny to hear hear that from us because you know, I think everybody, especially when they're with someone, you know, and you're in, you know, that as we're calling it now, we're going to coin this on the on this podcast. I almost said on the air. Wow. Mm-hmm. OK, we're going to we're calling them the terrible 20s. Oh, the terrible 20s. Yeah. So uh, we're in our terrible 20s <laughs> and our, I'm sure our parents find it really funny to hear us talking about them. Oh, they must. I know my mom is listening. So hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> But um, and continuing with people that I find inspiring, I could go on and on forever about my parents. And I could also go on equally as long about the musicians that I look up to. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, I've kind of covered that previously. So, a little I mean, bit, yeah. It's a similar thing where it's people that it's not about, oh, coming from nothing and being a, you know, like massive success. That's not what I want. And that's not what I think any of the people I really look up to want. It's more like, doing well enough and i mean just doing well enough to do what you enjoy and not really worry about that being what makes you money yeah like you just do it because you like to and And the fact that it makes a few bucks is cool but it's just building off of that and making that like that whole swath of things into what you do and those people are just being genuinely down-to-earth people still oh my gosh yeah like and it's so cool because they're just old enough that they grew up with the internet even more so than I did. Mm-hmm. Like they were, a lot of them were coming up when MySpace was still right. primarily how people like found music and stuff. Yeah. So it's just really cool seeing 
them and how I mean, if you follow them on social media platforms and you catch it catch posts of theirs when they're recently posted and mm-hmm. you actually have something relevant to say or want to have a conversation about something or have something to add, like most of the time they probably will talk to you. Mm-hmm. Or like uh actually another person I put down that I'll talk about, speaking of which <laughs> um my best friend Michael. Hmm. Hi Michael, if you're not listening to this, why? <laughs> rude yeah right but uh he uh is apparently in like a a group with some of the some of the guys that are super into cars Mm. misha Misha mansur being one of them and that's kind of they all just chat about all that crap in Mm. in a closed facebook group and he told me how when he was uh, when misha was in the middle of like choosing a vehicle and trying to find it he had like 20 people helping him track down a car Mm. i'm like well it works yeah but uh you know all the musicians i look up to speaking of michael Mm -hmm. you know i've been in this uh, i've been in every single band that i've ever been in with michael Mm. to this point as far as i can remember we've been best friends for a while too yeah no i mean i have been friends with michael it'll be in a couple years it'll be 10 years Aww. I think I knew I know we've at least known each other for about that long like because it was right around the time I got out of high school so like 2013 2014 ish and just it's kind of funny you know as many years as we've known each other we would think that we wouldn't still have the exact same taste in like gear and mm-hmm. all this other stuff like we still divert on some stuff because mm-hmm. I mean that's what you do but Michael and I literally have the exact same guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, just as an as an example, you know, I was looking for one. I got this one. He's like, "Oh, damn, I like that." And then, like, I, I don't, I don't remember which one of us got it first. We may have got it at the same time. I think you got it first, and then he got it shortly after. Yeah. And uh, just just little stuff like that, or um, one of those friends who he he's a couple years older than I am, and he's doing a little bit better uh financially that i am because you know he lives in south carolina he's working real estate he's been on that grind for a couple years now and he's starting to actually get into the positives with it right like i cannot tell you how much money i owe that man (laughs) because it would hurt me (laughs) to think about well it's also just really nice to see someone after so long finding their own groove too and i think Uh that's part of the reason why he's inspiring to you yeah and you know, he found a thing that, like, he's always been, at least once he got out of working at Little Caesars as a manager, mm-hmm. he started working in various sales jobs and just kind of found, found his it. way into that yeah. after his parents up and moved to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I, at least, as long as I knew him, he never had an interest in really doing anything post high school as far as, like, yeah learning studying taking tests and all that and, and some he people just, are like that and that's he just like, smashed through all of that yeah and it was super cool and it still is cool to think about and i'm like i remember another example going back to the band days we were we used to practice at our bass player mikey's um house yes, mike mikey and michael yeah no that was the three mics and a joe it was a pretty weird band <laughs> setup um we used to practice in his mostly finished garage yeah. And Mikey also had another band called The Stillborn Poet. I remember that name. I'll never forget it. 
it was it was a pretty good name okay it was it, you remember it you remember it yeah but uh their drummer shane would leave his kit there and i didn't care about anything else in his kit <laughs> except that the snare drum that he had yeah so one day i i actually looked at it and figured and tracked something similar down on reverb me and michael were talking about it and next thing I know, he's like, okay, I'm buying this. I'm like, what? <laughs> and yeah. I have the I have the drums set up in the office now. So I'm looking at it. And that snare drum, I still owe him for that snare drum. <laughs> but uh, it's like the, the coolest drum I've ever owned in my life. And it's because of Michael. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I miss beating the crap out of it because it sounds so good. But, you know, you can't have <laughs> Apartment everything. Apartment living. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah anyway i've talked long enough what about you um i think the people i always revert to as being super inspiring to me even though there's some rough patches there would mostly be my my siblings kind of come to mind yeah like my sister did the i mean all three of us went to early college nerd i know it was kind of just a way for us to it was an easier way to get out of rockingham pretty much i was about to say yeah, like it gave us better opportunities for colleges and everything. So, yeah. um, but she did. She graduated. She had great grades. She did really awesome things. She went to college. She got married. She bought a house. She had a baby. Like, you know, and it's inspiring, not because I want all of those things, but right. because she wanted them and did them. Yeah. And that's really like, cool. She just did it. And then my brother, who graduated and then. Went straight into his career job with 3D Systems and oh, it's yeah. kept moving up. Yeah. And he's doing so well for himself and it's really, really inspiring to see my siblings doing these amazing things. Like, yeah, it comes with the hardship of mm-hmm. comparison, of feeling like I'm not quite yeah. up to par. Yeah. But I guess that's not really like the thing to focus on. The thing to focus on is being inspired by the fact that they did it and i may be a little further behind quote unquote but that also means i can do it too well and we've talked uh, talked about it a lot it's you know people that and this is just my working theory about it but people who have what <clears throat> we would call success Right. Come a lot easier than tend to have a lot more hardships later in life. Well, it's not even like later in life, but unseen hardships. Yeah, you know at what that. I mean? Like yeah. these things crop up more. Right. Like so, you don't really know what they're going through either. And I'm not either. saying that we're not going to have any because we've had a bunch in our 20s. But that being said, I just I just feel personally as we've gone along, we're just a lot better equipped right. to deal with those things. Because yeah. like, I mean, thinking back to when we were living in our other department and we had like <laughs> negative money mm. and we're just sitting there crying on the couch, like how the hell are we going to pay anything? And then my mom, who is the next person I'm going to talk about. There you go. Wow. Sending look us at, like, look at that. oh, great. Ooh. Sending us like $50 because I was crying because I wanted pizza rolls and we couldn't afford yeah. any like extra snacks. Right. Like we couldn't afford anything other than like your basic meat, veggie. Yeah. And then that was it. But like sustenance, essentially. Yeah, we didn't have comfort foods. And my mom, bless the lady that she is, sent me like twenty five dollars. Yep. Which seems so small now, but was like the biggest thing in the world. Well, it's yeah for us to get pizza rolls and snacks. 
Because she's so like, cool. life is nothing if you can't enjoy it at the same time. And my mom's kind of always been the one to help me find the joy in things or kind of yeah. see a way out of bad situations. And then my dad, who is just like my absolute comfort in the world, mm. like anything happens, I call dad. Like he's the one who got me through every panic attack in college, got me through everything. He's the one who got me through the six months that we were apart. And I don't mm. really think that he knows that. And I owe a lot to that for him for keeping me busy. And Hi, dad. Thanks. And taking me to and from Boone to find a place for us to live and all of the wonderful things that he did for me. But like my parents are really inspiring to me. It's like, no, they're not perfect, but who's are? And then it's just, yeah, we all came from not a lot of money. And, you know, they've finally gotten to a point where they're paying on things and catching up a little bit. And Sounds familiar. Yeah. And you can tell that they're a little bit happier. And it's inspiring to know that. You know, they were going through the same things we were. Oh, yeah. And, like, they've come out fine. So, like, yeah. why on earth would we not be? Yeah, and it's not for us having a lack of ambition the older we get. I think it's just we've been brought up to believe these in these, like, grand things happening yeah. and just some, like, you know, colossal thing dropping on your head and suddenly everything is amazing. Yeah. When in reality, it's just, it's definitely a slow tread. It's a really slow tread. And yeah. sometimes it's kind of downhill. <laughs> yeah. And then you get to that uphill climb and then it's just like a plateau and not this amazing view, you know? Yeah. But, you know, my parents have always inspired me to just keep going and keep trying and just take it one step at a time. And that's kind of something that's gotten me through a lot. And I'm very thankful for them. And I'm thankful looking back at them. Oh, yeah. And how far they've come. And how far they're still going. Like, you know, it doesn't stop. Yeah, and I think, and it's not to knock on anyone who d may not particularly have gotten to the point where they have this perspective. But when you're in, and don't get me wrong, we're not in a bad place mm -mm. in terms of where we're living and how we're doing money-wise. Right, we're extremely lucky to be where we are. Yeah. But we still feel a certain way. But you, when you deal with that as your own person you grow to appreciate the things that your parents gave up for you yeah like a lot <laughs> it's super super inspiring to see yeah and, and then I'm yeah i guess the other people that kind of like inspire me to do things basically and keep yeah. going and mostly inspire me to be okay with where i am yeah and the, the main person with the inspiring to be okay with where I am is Brad that I work with Hi, at Brad. the Jones house. Love he listens buddy. to all of these two and always texts me after them because he's phenomenal. But he always keeps giving us advice about the fact that, you know, he just recently got into his career in air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. She's like using air quotes. His non-service job. Yeah. And loves it. And, you know, he did the whole master's degree and everything yeah. and like... As an adult who's, I think, about eight years older than us. He's in his 30s. That's, that's I all think. I know. Brad, sure. let us know how old you are. I actually don't know. Drop us a line. <laughs> Sound but, like 80 saying that. But he did all of these things a little bit before we did. And, you know, it's really nice to talk to someone who's done it, but is also still working through it. Yeah. And that's really, really, really nice to know is that sometimes it just takes time and it's super, super helpful to have a person who can always keep you grounded in that thought. 
Yeah, and someone who's like has, as we were just kind of talking about in in relation to our own lives, just having a perspective because yeah. it's great to hear it from your parents, but your parents are biased as hell and want everything mm-hmm. to work out perfectly for you. Mm. Your friends that actually have respect for you as a human being and want to see you succeed, but aren't going to completely BS right. you. Not saying my parents are BSing or that they don't want me to succeed. Let me make that very clear. Yes. It's just you, when you hear it from nice people that don't want to sugarcoat everything to you, that it's going to be okay and yeah. that they've been through it and it wasn't that long ago that they were worried. It's It's a bit different. Yeah. And it's just like. It's almost like seeing your future in a way. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's that could be us in eight years. Like we yeah. can be okay. We can do the things that we want to do. It is literally just yeah. a matter of time. And he's one of the ones that always keeps sending me like job links as well as Mark, who is my boss at the Jones house. I don't know where I'd be without those two people and without Karen and all of them there. Like had I not found that and that that's like one of the most inspiring things for me. Like it's an inspiring place to be. They're inspiring yeah. people to be around. And if it wasn't for them, I don't think I would have figured out what I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. Because Which, I was like yeah. so out of it because I came from an archaeology degree and I was like, but I don't want to shovel bum. Right. And then I found the Jones house and public planning and all of that. And, you know, now we're working towards that career path and those goals. Yeah. And I'm going to yawn. Hold on. Oh. <sighs> and then and then with friends i think my biggest inspiration and the person that's kind of helped me get through a lot has been hallie like she's this phenomenal human being and friend who has been there for me for like two years now if not three and just like helped me through everything. And she's so brutally honest. And I love it mm. because I can come to her with a problem and she'd be like, okay, this is how you fix it. Like, <laughs> or she'd be like, you're being silly. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're allowed to feel what you're feeling, but also, hey, this is a new perspective. Try looking at it this way. Yeah. But she's so freaking awesome. Yes. Like, she's also married. We're around the same age. She's like a year or two older than me. I think so. Yeah. Um, and they've been helping us plan our whole wedding, and we'll get to a little bit of that when we talk about our high lows later. For, or, but yeah, foreshadowing. She's also been one whose plans have changed, and she's adapted to them, and yeah. she's just like figuring out things that she wants to do, and she's going for it. And she started a blog, and she started streaming, yeah. and it's inspired us to do this. Like, yeah, yeah it's I inspired mean, us to do this podcast. Yeah, we had talked about it for a while. We were like, oh shit. She's doing it. Okay. I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if Hallie can do it, then we can do it. And yeah. We can all support each other. Also, go check out Hallie's blog and watch her stream and also watch her sister's stream because they're really yes. freaking cool. So, shout out, guys. Love you guys. And then, all of of course, all of my other friends and acquaintances yeah. that just keep me grounded and yeah. who get me into books and new TV shows. And Megan, who is always there for me because she's also still... I miss that girl. In this service job grind. So we vent a lot together. But she a boss now. She is a boss. She's a boss lady. (laughs) And she's wonderful because we're in the exact same spot. And she just, she's so amazing and just keeps me grounded and makes me very happy when we talk about Mothman (laughs) and the Loch Ness Monster. She keeps me grounded, followed by conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) 
and our ever growing dreams to move to Scotland mm. and live in a haunted lighthouse and um, raise sheep. Nope. Ugh. No haunting, but I will move to either Scotland or Ireland, whichever one has the amazing grass. They both do. Okay. That, but that's Ireland good. more stereotypically. Okay. Well, whichever. <laughs> But yeah, she just inspires me to always look towards the future and to just be content with small things like books and weird conspiracies and, you know, October night hangouts with cups of cider. And mm. those are all very good things in life. And all of these people make me feel very happy and mm. like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. You are right where you're supposed to be. Yes. <laughs> you're having tea sitting on the floor talking about how much you love your friends. Yeah. And with you. Oh. <laughs> insert oh <laughs> yeah so uh now that we've kind of gone through things that inspire us do you want to talk a little bit about um the things that we do on a daily basis that kind of keep us going like more on the organizational side of things that we've been i mean it's nothing major necessarily i do remember jumping back a little while ago i know we really tried to do like full-on meal prepping Ugh. that shit was way too stressful yeah, I kind just, of uh, did just too a, much. Just a heads up for any of you folks that are thinking about it. If you're not willing to take literally an entire day yep, with probably if you happen to live even with a friend or roommate or whatever, mm-hmm. couple, doesn't matter, like prepare to spend an entire day mm-hmm. on that. And it's cool. Like if that works for you. That's amazing. And you I, guys rock if you can make that work. Or like... You know, even taking it even further from, or, you know, scaling it back a little bit, people who stick to, like, a daily planned meal schedule. Yeah. Can't do that. No, we figured we tried that, that out that. the hard way. Yeah, and so as <laughs> as we've kind of experimented with that, we're in, you know, I mean, everyone in the world has had to try and figure out what the hell they wanted to eat for dinner on a daily basis. Mm. And we're fortunate enough to be able to just have that problem. Yeah. That we have food and we just have to decide what we want to eat. <laughs> but, you know, that set aside, we, uh, we've we just had to figure out, okay, how much do we prepare this food? Or, you know, mm-hmm. I th- we've kind of broken it down to, okay, here's stuff that is stupid easy to make, like yep. nugs and fries. You throw it in, throw it on a pan, throw it in the oven for 20 minutes. And you're good to and go. And you're good to go. Your ramen, your grilled cheese. Yeah, your... Your comfort foods, basically. Your your basic bitch good stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. And uh, things that just hit the spot when you just don't care, which mm. in fact, we're probably going to make some of that tonight. Yes. Because all of our energy that we had left for the day is, is going being used to on this. <laughs> we love you, but now we're going to have some nugs. Heck yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. then you have other stuff that's like, okay, well, we kind of pre-made one aspect of it. Like, right. you know, we made pasta salad last night, which we knew we were going to eat for a few days. Yep. And we also made some burgers, but then we had more pasta salad with lunch or for lunch today. Yeah. So like things like that and yeah. also we've done a lot of meal planning. Yes. So kind of like where you was going with it was yeah. we have a list like every week I make a list of meals that I kind of been craving or wanting. Yes. Like this week it's a, a creamy pasta. It mm. was burgers. Mm. Uh, there's like a chicken thigh meal tacos. Chicken. 
And then I just have all of the ingredients ready to go. Sometimes yes. I don't fully prep them. Sometimes I do. Like I'll go ahead and chop like veggies and stuff just to have it ready. But most of the time it's just like, a, okay, well, these are the six meals that we can choose from. Which one do you want today? Right. Or it can just be like leftovers or I don't feel like making anything. Let's just have soup and grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot less stressful for both of us yeah. to be like, here's what you can choose from because we don't know. Even though we have relatively consistent work schedules. We don't know what work is going to be like that yeah, day. Yeah, like today was a, a good example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, obviously the Super Bowl is tomorrow. By the way, we're recording this on February 6th. Spoilers. <laughs> um, But it was probably already going to be relatively busy. busy. Mm -hmm. But then there have been mutterings about some snow tonight. Right. So people kind of they all kind of came Flocked. in earlier yeah so what was it probably ten thirty mm -hmm. that at least the entire store i know obviously ev most most everyone is busy doing something in the morning but the store started filling up with customers a bit more yeah. relatively early today so today is a day where we are super tired yes even though work was fine it was fine it was uneventful yep and that is the most wonderful thing you can ever say when you work service <laughs> yes shout out to my service people got to do it every time yep um but like today we came home and we were tired and we looked at the list of meal options that we have today and we've decided on leftover pasta salad and nuggets or some other something easy yeah something that we have in the cabinet ready to go and the other thing, speaking of work, which I keep failing to do, <laughs> is putting in, you know, putting in our work schedule so we don't have to, because at least with Publix, you can log on to the website, look at anything, and you have to mm -hmm. compare schedules, figure out when we're both leaving, because we generally just ride together in the morning. Yeah. And my schedule is consistent, but hers is not necessarily. Yeah, I kind of vary, like, with a couple of hours towards the end of my shift. Yeah. But even still, just being able to look and see, okay, this is when we're going to work. This is when I'm taking her to work or this is when I'm going by myself. And this is the day I have off. This is the yes. day he has off because we have a shared Google calendar that we put this in. Yes. And it's super helpful. That mm -hmm. is something I definitely recommend for not even just like a couple, but maybe like even roommates or whatever. Like maybe even friends in college, like yeah. you can all just put your class schedules oh in God. like a big Google calendar Yes. and be like, okay, cool. Hey, all of us have like Thursday at three o'clock off. Let's have lunch. Yeah. Like I wish me and my friends would have thought about that in college. That would have been so helpful. Free tip. We won't even charge you for some dumb course. <laughs> and then like with the work and we've talked about this a little bit, we mostly work around 6 a.m. to like 3 p.m. Yes. Which means we need to have some form of breakfast ready to go in the morning because yeah. we're not making breakfast. Yeah, we've been working on trying to figure that out. This yeah. week we're trying some chimkin biscuits and yep. some, let's just call it like an egg scramble. Yeah, it's like deal. a pre-prepped egg scramble that you just crack an egg into and yes. mix it in microwave. Brought to you by Orida. <laughs> They're really tasty and it's yeah. a good combination so far. So we're going to test it out. I probably just want to... and. We haven't even talked about it today, but I, yeah. I'll just tell you, I probably just want to stick with just the chicken sandwiches because... You got a little too full? Well, no, I mean like a couple of the sandwiches or something instead of mm. the other. It'd just be easier for yeah. me. And also the chicken sandwich. The chicken, it was like, what, the Jimmy Dean chicken biscuit? Yeah, they're biscuit. really good. I've never seen them before, recommend. and holy crap, <laughs> they're actually pretty good. Yeah, they're really good. 
And then it's also having lunch ready to go. So yes. like what we'll, we found that works really well for us is prepping lunch the night before. Oh, yeah. Like while one of us is cooking dinner, the other one will be making lunches. Yes. And then that way they're in the fridge ready to go. So we don't have to worry about making breakfast and lunch at 530 in the morning before we have to leave at six. And my mom is chuckling because she literally makes my dad's uh, like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the entire week once once and puts them in the freezer. He's yeah. like, and she'll just stick it in the bag and like, bye. Yep. You might need to try some PB&J soon now that I think Ooh, about it. I hadn't thought about those in a while. Mm. Mom coming in clutch still. When she's not even here. <laughs> she's not even here. Um, also, one thing that we've been trying to get back into, I know that we were doing a lot more. Yeah. We didn't feel like absolute garbage, <laughs> which we don't now, but no. we were for the past couple of weeks. That's why yeah. we didn't do this. Um, Literally just like picking up before bed mm-hmm. so like you have we have dinner usually we don't have necessarily a dinner table we kind of eat at the coffee we, table we just the eat at the coffee table i mean i'm pretty sure every couple does at this i mean point. yeah let's be real so and watch Property but Brothers. like even if you don't put the dishes in the dishwasher or clean them or whatever you have to do mm. at least put them in the kitchen and yeah. throw away the trash and get your clothes off the floor because when right. we get home we literally take off all of our gross work clothes and go straight to the shower Yep. And then put our comfy clothes on and then just do whatever else we're going to do. Right. And then we have dinner. And then before we started getting back into this routine of picking up, we were just yeah. going to dinner. We would sitting on the couch watching a show together, which our show at the moment is Property Brothers. Yes. And then we would, you know, brush our teeth, get mm-hmm. ready for bed and then just go straight to bed. And then we were waking up stressed out and we'd come home and we'd have yeah. to like move everything again. And then we could start to settle down. So... Yeah. can definitely say that this is working for us so far, and we'll see if we can keep it up. Yeah. And a couple other small things, like, related to picking up before bed, like, given that we have to be at work at 6 o'clock, we have to leave at 5.30, so the alarm goes off at 4.30, blah, blah, blah. And we've yeah. been kind of working on trying to figure out what works for us more right. lately. Um, but just having an earlier dinner... So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't feel gross and full. Yeah. So we kind of have dinner maybe around like 4.30, 5.30. Yeah. And then it let, we let it sit for a little while for hungry before bed. We'll snack on something or yeah. we'll have our cup of tea before bed, which has been really nice. Yeah. And just been really trying to make sure we have at least like Jess has been doing like a half cup of tea instead of a whole one. Because my belly feels too full with <laughs> liquid <laughs> and she it's is not small. comfy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a small bean. Yeah. And, and then, oh, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> like with all of these things, trying to figure out what works best with us as far as like a work schedule. Yes. Something that's also working well for us is trying to keep work and home life separate, which is so hard, especially when you work service because you can't vent it out at work. So it kind of comes home with you. Yeah. we. I think we've mentioned it before. Like we try to just bitch it out on the way home. Yep. In the car, which I mean, at 20 minutes is probably more than enough time to get it unless it's something really bad like yeah this past saturday like a week ago from today yeah you just had a really bad day it was a very rough day in the whole department we yeah the entire department was not having a good time and so i i was talking i was texting with one of the guys in my department for a little while and we were just but that's that's an outlier generally speaking i think we've been doing a lot better with just because i mean honestly what other I mean, relative, speaking of work, what other holidays do we really have to worry about for a while? Yeah, that's it. Because, I mean, yeah, there's Valentine's Day, but it's not really a big deal. 
And it's also just given us more space to like plan things like where we want to go, what we want to do. Yeah. Which kind of leads into a thing that we like to do. Yes. Which is two very anxious people being spontaneous is really difficult for us. Like someone walking up to me and being like, hi, we're going here in a couple of hours. Like I can't handle it. Like I can't do it. Too short notice. Yeah. So like don't do that. We have found out that we function very well with planned spontaneity. Yes. Like being like, okay, well, um, we just recently hung out with our friends, Hallie and Josh, and it was our day off together. Yep. And I was like, oh, we can't hang out because it's like, I just figured this out today. And then we finally texted them back. It was like, you know what? No, we're going to do it. And, but we had all day to plan for it. Yeah. So I like agree. we knew exactly when it was going to happen. We could get what we needed to get done, done. And then we had a great night. I'm going to tell the rest of the story, which yes, is <laughs> that I got home. We're in the shower. We're adults. We share a shower. Get over it. Um, Save water. And she, she mentions this and I'm like, she's like, oh yeah, but it's just too shortness. We can't do it. And I'm like, why not? Like, what is short notice? About six hours. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I just didn't know if you want to. I was like, well, text Hallie. Ask her if she wants all of us to have dinner or if she just wants it to be the two of you. We'll sort it out. <laughs> but like, we are off tomorrow. So we can stay up and past w- the, seven. The other thing she, we, we had been talking about, wow, we want to do a couple of chores, like doing our laundry and whatever. Like, we can do that crap tomorrow. We're off tomorrow. She's yeah. like, oh, damn, we are off tomorrow. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, so we're going to go hang out with our friends. And then we went, we had Capones, Mm. we enjoyed ourselves, we chatted for a while, and then Jess got too sleepy, so we went home. Yeah, it got to be like 8.30, and I was like, I need to go home. it's an hour past my bedtime. (laughs) No, it it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just sometimes... That's not necessarily a great example of planned spontaneity, but in the same sense, it's like you're giving, still giving yourself a decent amount of time. But when we would go on, like, if we had days off, we'd be like, okay, we're going to go into town, like down, like when we were living uh, Mm -hmm. next to King Street, where like, we're going to go to King Street, we're going to do something. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Whether it just be like walk to one of the parks, go hang out at the Jones house for an hour. Go get food, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like walk into some of the thrift stores, like whatever it was. Just give yourself space to do something don't like you can have a few ideas so you're not just like coming up with crap like as you're going Mm. along but just you even if you're an anxious person you can still be spontaneous if you kind of just set aside a chunk of time and give yourself a few ideas to go off of like you don't have to just be like okay i'm gonna do this and it's too stressful just don't do it or like if you make a plan like a strict plan and it doesn't work out then it just freaks me out yeah or like to kind of shift a bit more towards something that I've been doing for myself. Mm-hmm. I know you don't necessarily do it this way. But for me, like I have a day off tomorrow by myself. Yep. Assuming that it doesn't snow badly enough. But even still, I think you're probably still going to make it work at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, for me personally, I found that giving myself a list of tasks... And saying, okay, I need to do all of these. Like, I first of all, I have to get the mindset correct. I can't be like, I'm going to do all this crap. Yeah. Like, if there's, if I want to work on maybe writing some sort of script to make a video, which I've been trying to kind of do when I feel like it, or working on music, or doing this and that, you know, any sort of creative things that take a lot of Mm -hmm. mental energy, I can put it on a list, but I have to give myself the out of like, 
do one of these things. Yeah. You don't have to do them all because there's, yeah, there's a lot of time, but you're not going to feel like doing all of them. Yeah. And if you do, that's great. But you're probably not going to feel like And then if you see it on a list and you don't do it, you feel bad or like you failed yeah. because you didn't get it done. Yeah. And or something else that I've done is like just write down. And it, the other day I wasn't having a great time. And Jess is like, OK, we're going to write down all this stupid stuff or what I would consider stupid mm-hmm. little stuff like eat. <laughs> eat lunch. <laughs> Take a shower. It's like you don't think about them as, as accomplishments. But when you feel like crap. And seeing it's it a bit of an accomplishment on a list is really nice. I mean, it does yeah. make you feel good. Yeah. So, you know, just bear that in mind. If you're a task-oriented person. Which you definitely are. I tend to be, yeah. Or just yeah. giving myself, like, I can't really think in the moment of what to do because I have so many options. Yeah. So. Having a list to refer to is nice. Yeah. Or just, you know, giving myself a starting point of like, okay, where well, you're working on this. And I know what my notes mean, obviously. No, of course. So. <clears throat> I know, and I know for you, it's usually, it's not entirely dissimilar. No, my lists just differ ever so slightly. I'll have things like, I need to do this email, and I'm more of, I yeah. work on more of like a reward basis. Oh, that's fair. So like, if I get something done, I'm like, okay, cool, now I can feel comfortable and not so guilty, because unfortunately, I'm one of those people that feels guilty for relaxing. Uh, Yeah, we both do, that's yeah. the problem. Which is not a good thing, but... Anyways, I'll be like, okay, well, I sent that email so I can reward myself with a chapter of a book or an episode of a TV show. See, I used to do that in college. I would work on schoolwork for like three three minutes and then watch 25 minutes of a YouTube video. <laughs> Unhealthy behavior. But, you know, it, it works. I or still like, got good grades. Yeah, you did. But, like, these are all things that don't necessarily seem glamorous. And, like, yeah. when you watch organizational, like documentaries and youtube videos and like watch your creators and they all have like these grand things you're just like oh i have to do that and it's like no here are the really small things that we do on a daily basis yep that yeah suck in the moment sometimes like yeah prepping lunches isn't what i want to do with my night but you know but then when you wake up the next morning you're like okay Uh, i could just throw all this shit in here and i don't have to waste money at work on food again yeah or like going to bed knowing that your apartment is picked up makes you sleep a little easier it feels so nice or like and for for me specifically or i mean for both of us when we have our days off by ourselves we're not gonna do it no and if we do it's it's gonna be kind of frantic and we're gonna feel like we're wasting our time Mm. that we should have been spending doing things we actually wanted Wanted to do do. and just a huge disclaimer though that we do want to make very clear about all this stuff number one what works for us doesn't work for everyone i know that's kind of a a very obvious thing that's true for most things when Mm -hmm. it comes to like, you know, things that inspire you or things that help you do the things that you like doing or things that you just do just to do them, you know, whatever. But the number one thing is, especially as a couple, we've been figuring these things out over the course of three years. It's like three and a half now. Yeah. Roughly. If you can count the time I was basically living in your apartment in college. Yes. (laughs) And there has been a ton of trial and error. We are not always happy with each other about it. Nope. <laughs> like one thing that I hate to bring up, but I will bring up is like it. Speaking of the reason I was kind of annoying about wanting to start picking up before bed is because I got tired of her clothes being on my side of the bed because <laughs> it's closer to the closet. 
Yeah. And like, I get it, but I just wish I could move that damn closet. Yeah, we're going to try and reconfigure our bedroom, but we'll yeah, I don't that know. Out. I don't think it's going to happen, but maybe we'll do it in spring when we don't need a heater. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, the other thing that I want to say is when we first, speaking of when you would live in my apartment. Yeah. It really did make me very productive at that time, but I could not function if every little thing wasn't in its place. Right. Which I admit did help a lot at the time. Oh, absolutely. And I will brag on myself. At that time, I was a freaking writing machine. Yeah, you were. Like, but that being said, it wasn't, in hindsight, it probably... Was it like the healthiest thing? It, it, it's, it was kind of a weird negative byproduct of my mind being so engaged to the point right. where like I it wouldn't quite work because I would be hyper-focused on something, some other dumb thing not being where it should be. Yeah. So I'm still working to figure out how to move past that and not be bothered by every little thing not being perfect. And then there's me, who is the opposite. Yes, you're a human disaster. I am a human you're disaster. You're recovering human disaster. And then ever since the start, when me and Mike started dating and I got used to like things being organized and clean, I realized yeah. how much it helped me and helped yes. my brain. And I actually had him come over to my dorm once and help me like organize my closet. And oh, everything. it was so satisfying. And Me- Megan, <laughs> shout out to you, girl. You, I don't know why you didn't think I was a freaking nutbag for doing that. But then she was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it actually helped me realize that a clean space is what I need. Yep. So we're both still trying to find this balance of like making it work. But, you know, we're figuring these things out as we go. And yeah. that is kind of part of the the heavy aspect of it is just yeah. like things aren't always going to work and you're going to have to compromise and figure things out as you go. Yeah. And the the sort of note that we made on this is we have changed as people and we have done it for one another, but it hasn't happened like consciously. No. Like I... And I can say this, like, I can walk away from a mess. And that's good for me. Yeah. Because you're not always going to have the time to clean every little thing. Nope. I will say that's probably a good byproduct of my job, too. Mm -hmm. Is like, sometimes you just have to walk away from something because you know someone else is going to have to do it. You have to accept the fact that you can't stay and fix every little thing. Yeah. But um, the other thing is, you know, we say it's been ongoing and it's going to keep being that way because... We're still figuring out how to take advantage of the space we have. It's Mm -hmm. also bigger, so there's more to clean, so it takes more time. Yeah. And we want more space, so that's going to make it even more difficult (laughs) in some ways. And the other very big thing, and I hope that we've kind of made it clear throughout, is like you don't have to be in a relationship with someone to make those changes. Or even a friendship with someone or like a... Or a roommate or whatever. I will say in a good way, similarly, being a roommate with Pranav, I did have to kind of scale my asinine behavior a bit, at least in the common space. Right. And also it was, I hadn't really thought about it till this very moment, but it wasn't a small deal that I like shared things like cups, bowls, mm-hmm. spoons, stuff like that. It wasn't a thing at first, but then I was like, oh, whatever. And then eventually I was like, as long as you clean it. I don't care. And that really wasn't a problem. But yeah, you don't have to be with another person to make things like this work or make these changes. Having friends and all to help you through it, absolutely. Like if oh, you yeah. need an accountability partner. Sure. Like I, to this day, still some, sometimes text Hallie and I'm like, hey, I have to do this thing today, but I have no motivation. She'll be like, okay, well, I have to do this thing. So let's do the things. 
And we'll check on each other later. Yeah. And we'll lovingly slap each other if we haven't done that. <laughs> and I'll do that with Mike too. Like sometimes yeah. when he's at work, I'm like, I have no motivation to do this. And you'll just be like, we'll sit down, watch a movie, hang out for a minute, like let yourself breathe. And then you, you may be able to. Yeah. So like sometimes you do need a person to kind of help you through it. But yeah. like, you know, you definitely don't have to. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is just what works for us. No. And the other thing was on the opposite side, when I came out of high school, I really wasn't very organized. Yeah. And when I, or at least I didn't feel like I was. And then I moved in with an absolute slob. <laughs> and I was like, I oh. don't like that. <laughs> so then I became a crazy person. <laughs> and then I've been kind of remediating from, from there. So, you know, yeah, she she's still a wave. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I so, I mean, it's... You have to go to a few extremes sometimes before you settle down and realize, okay, it's, you know, there is value in having a clean space, but sometimes the creative process is also messy as hell Mm -hmm. or just doing anything makes a mess. Yeah. Life isn't always perfect. Things get messy. Things don't always work out. Making lunches isn't fun, but it helps. And especially when it's delicious. Yes. I made some sliders and they were great. Hit me up if you want the recipe. (laughs) Subtle. Yeah. But anyways, I would actually kind of like, I know we don't get a lot of engagement yet, but if anyone is listening and has any like small organizational tips or just wants to chat about things that they do or people or things that inspire them, then please feel free to do so. I would love to hear from you guys. Yes, please. You heavy shitters. So uh, out of context, it makes it sound like so these weird. people need to go to uh, <laughs> go to the doctor. I what is, I'm trying to think of the name of the doctor, but I don't really feel like looking it up. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, as per usual, we will round it out with a high low, which, as we were discussing it before we started talking mm-hmm. here, was surprisingly uneventful as we were. Yeah, for just once about it our was days, kind but of also just hard. there really wasn't anything bad to talk about. So I'll I just kind of bust through it real quick. I mean, and I literally I wrote down. I said if I'm really looking for one, it's not sleep, sleeping enough, mm. and I'm really over the snow and the winter and all that. And I yes, I know I'm living in the wrong part of the world to be bitching about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, especially after well we. <sighs> tried to drive just to work when it was still too snowy and and okay hear me out typically Mm. it's been like okay it makes sense where we are it's a little further out of town it's a little higher up the mountain too. so i was like okay well the roads aren't great here but generally they tend to be better as you go into town yeah well that was incorrect it got worse and yes. worse, and we were sliding, and yeah, we had and, no traction. And Yeah, and thankfully, we were 100% okay, Yeah, but we were not having a good time. Yeah, we ended and, up like almost sliding into oncoming traffic. Okay, that didn't happen. Well, we were in the middle of the road, but... Well, we were in the, the, median. Le- the further yeah. left lane. We weren't in the middle of the road. We were in the middle of the road. Really? Okay, yeah. whatever. The you point were was panicking, it really sucked, so, yeah. and I wouldn't recommend it, so... Um, Mom and dad, if you're listening to this, we are okay. Yes, mom, we are fine. And the car is okay, dad. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, no, he doesn't care about the car. He'd rather be, we'd be okay. But that won't be happening again. No. And uh, so if anybody else is thinking about driving in the snow without Don't. four-wheel drive, 
but more importantly, experience. Yeah. Don't freaking do it unless you're 100% sure that you can do it. Yeah. Like we actually, we thought one of our neighbors made it into town and she's like, oh no, I made it down to like a gas station, like a mile down the road. And then my husband came and got me. Oh, okay. So I feel less stupid. Yeah. So needless to say, and this kind of goes into my low as well, is Mm -hmm. I'm done. I am done with snow. I am done with ice. Stupid I am done with slush. I am done with the cold. And I am done with darkness. The clumsy lady who's (laughs) night blind hates this time of year. It's literally, it's the worst time of year for me. I get so tired and so sad and so depressed. And a lot of people do because, you know, seasonal depression is a thing. Yes. Um, for me, it's just like my entire day ends at 430 because I can't go anywhere or do anything and I'm freezing and yeah, I'm done. And yeah, no. And I'm, I'm as done. we're <laughs> saying this, the snow is giving us the middle finger by beginning to come down. Oh, yay. I can see it from here where we're sitting next to this window. Ugh. Yeah. But, uh, to a higher note. Yay. See where I, see what I did there? My oh. voice got higher. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, as we were saying. Work was really, I mean, yeah, it was kind of busy in the latter parts of the day, but that's not unusual for Jess because mm-hmm. of what she does. And for me, it's like, well, we just stay busy no matter what. But uh, even though it was busy, nothing bad happened. No, so it was actually a pretty good day. Nothing. We didn't come, didn't have anything to bitch about on the way home. So that was pretty good. <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, to refer to we were, what we were talking about in terms mm. of our wedding. So... Jess and I went to have dinner with Josh and Hallie the other night. Mm-hmm. The other night? It was that same one that we were talking about where we had Capones. Was that last night or the night before? It was the night before. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any idea what day it is anymore. But we went and had pizza. And me and Josh, we just went in to nerd out about some keyboard shit. Heck yeah. Because that's what happens. And then I, uh, when we go to leave, walk out there and Jess is like, oh, by the way, we've planned our elopement. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, okay. So, uh, it's going to be April 25th. Not too hot, not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. jacket. If you haven't seen Miss Congeniality, watch it and then come back and laugh at this joke. Yes. (laughs) But uh, we're going to do something super chill. Just really close friends and family. Yep. Don't be offended, but also COVID. So, get over it. It'll be videotaped. Y'all will be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can see how cute we look. Don't worry. We'll make but, that happen. I mean, that's a high for both of us. Yes, it's because we've been sure. trying to figure out this whole wedding during pandemic thing. And we've already pushed it back twice. Yeah. And like it just keeps piling up and it's so stressful because we don't know what's going to happen. And I yep. just want to be married already. And it's so it makes me feel so light and happy to actually have a, a date and something yep. that can actually happen and also with see. all of the restrictions and everything. And you know, we'll finally be married. <laughs> and seeing everyone that is going to be helping us get really excited because they're like, oh my gosh, it's even sooner. Yeah. And it's, we're just really ready and I'm extremely happy and just over the moon that it's finally happening. She's over the moon and also over the snow. Yes. <laughs> I'm like defiantly looking out the window, like willing it to stop. <laughs> yeah. she She's giving it the stink eye. Yeah. It's not working. And, you know, just as you could probably tell and the fact that we're even recording this, we're both feeling a bit better. Yeah. Things um, are looking up. Things suck a little bit less, mostly just because some things that were annoying and terrible are just kind of over with now. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Well, on a person, more personal note, I finally was able to get my massive chunk of student loans refinanced at a lower rate that we can actually reasonably afford to pay for. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking forward to having to pay that, but get over it. It's going to happen anyway. Yep. But it just feels a little bit better for the fact that something's going to happen. And also that because by the time that I had gone through the process of refinancing and all that, my other previous loans were overdue and all that. So, so it you know, feels good just to have it taken care yeah, of. Yeah, just getting rid of it completely. Yeah. And having it to the point, because I was a little concerned that the like the amount that I told them that I needed wasn't going to be enough to cover everything. Mm-hmm. Come to find out they actually over shot, shot it. it by a little bit. So there's going to be a little bit el- little bit more that I can just put back towards it. So, you know, yeah. just just little things I was worried about. It, and yeah. since I was having to have a co-signer, you know, conferring with my parents on it, not a bad thing, but just calls and emails and then talking to my parents when they were getting annoyed about hearing about it it's over so that's nice and it's really nice and then i've been able another like small victory yeah is i've been starting to save a little bit for us as he's trying to pay loans and you know we're both helping each other out a little bit but um i started pulling out a little bit of money every so often and just being like okay out of sight out of mind but this is here. Like, yep. it's literally just five, ten, twenty dollars here and there, but like that's gonna add up. Yeah. After a while, and it feels really good to like just start. Like, no, I can't go ahead and put like five grand in a savings account because that's just <laughs> crazy. No, but right it's now. also gonna force us to create a savings account of some kind. Yep. So it's it's a, a good thing and we're finally starting to figure things out and I'm still pretty hopeful about that job possibly working out. Yeah, so just won't yeah. elaborate, so I will. <laughs> or do you want to? I can. I, I That job that we were talking about a couple episodes ago, I think. Oh, dang. Has it been that Or long? maybe the last one. Yeah. Um, I got asked for some extra information, and it's been it's been about a week or two now, so yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing back. And even if it's a no, at least I feel like I... You definitely made it in through the process yeah, further so. than I did, I think. So like that's a, a good thing. And yeah. we've both been looking at other jobs that yeah. we're actually really hopeful for and excited about. So yeah, no. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It, I woke up at two in the morning the other other day. Not really sure why. Yeah. And then I just kind of was like, I think I had some terrible dream about work. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, right. So I just started looking at jobs. And then I there's a... Uh, apparently a law firm here that's offering a paralegal position that doesn't necessarily require uh you to already have experience experience or relevant certifications to that and then i started looking at certifications and then those are really cheap to do and it would require like a state board test and all that but i'm like well that's something i could explore yeah so it's like really exciting to have our minds opened up again yeah into like other opportunities something else because uh needless to say working at a law firm even as a i don't want to say glorified assistant because it's definitely more than that but working like in tandem with someone who definitely has a lot more education and skills in in a specific Mm -hmm. area basically working support for them does pay very well yeah so hopefully even honestly we would be happy if one of us got a job that nice Mm -hmm. but if both of us did i don't know what the hell we would do with ourselves we would just explode yeah but yeah all of this to say that we are clearly feeling 
a little bit lighter, a little more yes. inspired, and a little yes. bit more organized. And we just wanted to share that with you guys. Yeah. And we wanted to talk it out ourselves. So. Yeah. I guess there you go. Another episode done. All right. See y'all. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>